Hello and welcome to episode 489 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Monday, April 3rd, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Monday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain holy perseverance. O Queen of Heaven, I, who was once a miserable slave of Lucifer, now dedicate myself to thee, to be thy servant forever. I offer myself to honor thee and serve thee during my whole life. Do thou accept me and refuse me not, as I should deserve. O my mother, in thee have I placed all my hopes. From thee do I expect every grace. I bless and thank God, who in his mercy has given me this confidence in thee, which I consider a pledge of my salvation. Alas, miserable wretch that I am, I have hitherto fallen, because I have not had recourse to thee. I now hope that, through the merits of Jesus Christ and thy prayers, I have obtained pardon. But I may again lose divine grace. The danger is not past. My enemies do not sleep. How many new temptations have I still to conquer? Ah, my most sweet lady, protect me, and permit me not again to become their slave. Help me at all times. I know that thou wilt help me and that with thy help I shall conquer, if I recommend myself to to thee. But this is what I fear. I fear that in time of danger I may neglect to call upon thee, and thus be lost. I ask thee then for this grace. Obtain that in the assaults of hell I may always have recourse to thee, saying, Mary, help me. My mother, permit me not to lose my God. May all the words that I speak Be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them. With love for thee, amen. Holy face of Jesus of the veil of Veronica. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times. Blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days and communism. Pater noster, quies in celi, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. Friends, today we are going to check out an article entitled The Ruffini Prophecy, which was published on March 30th of this year. 
at the Fatima Center's website, Fatima.org, by Mr. James Hanish. It begins as follows. It says, If true, the consecration of Russia may at last be drawing near. Once again, if I can interject here, many people, I, amongst them, believe that the consecration took place validly on March 25th of last year. We've mentioned Mr. Kennedy Hall and others have said that they believe it, it took place. But we're over a year out from that, and we still have not seen the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith. We still have not seen peace in the world. It would appear we're on the verge of World War III, this conflict between the United States and various European countries uh, versus Russia and China, and there's conflict over the Ukraine and Taiwan, and it seems to go on and on and on with no end in sight. Now, the consecration, as I mentioned, took place over a year ago. Some people are wondering, um, when is it going to happen? When, if the consecration was valid, why has not Russia been converted yet? Why has there not been a period of peace? So it's uh, not a doctrine or a dogma of the faith, as we've mentioned before. You feel free to say that the consecration was valid or it was not valid and another one needs to take place. It is the opinion of those at the Fatima Center that it has not taken place and um, another consecration needs to happen. So we begin here with a modern mystic and stigmatist. Some of the Fatima Center's followers are undoubtedly familiar with the prediction made by the Roman mystic and stigmatist Antonio Ruffini about when the consecration of Russia will at last take place. By way of background, Antonio Ruffini was born in Rome on December 8, 1907, the eldest of three sons in a devout Catholic family known for its attentiveness to the poor. His mother died when he was very young. Having only a primary school education, he learned from an early age to pray with his heart rather than from prayer books. By his report, Our Lord and Our Lady appeared to him for the first time when he was 17 years old. He received the stigmata, open puncture wounds, on the hands and feet on August 12, 1951, after a vision which took place at a remote fountain along the Via Appia between Rome and Terracina. Pope Pius XII later authorized the construction of a chapel on the site. From that time on, Ruffini gave himself entirely to the physical and spiritual assistance of mankind, especially the poor and sick. Having entered the Third Order of St. Francis, he lived a life of eminent sanctity under a vow of obedience, displaying perfect humility in spite of his manifest spiritual gifts, including not only the stigmata, but also by location. A further endorsement of the authenticity of Ruffini's charisms exists in that the noted miracle worker, Father Giuseppe Tomaselli, published a biography of him. Antonio Ruffini died at age 92 on a date no less remarkable than that of his birth. Born on the feast of Our Lady's miraculous conception, he died on that of Our Lord's, March 25, 1999. A little-known prophecy is the next section. Now, as to his prophecy about the consecration of Russia, Ruffini was asked in the early 1990s if Pope John Paul II would ever relent from his refusals and heed Our Lady's request for that act. He answered, no, it will not be John Paul II. Neither will it be his immediate successor, 
but the one after that. He is the one who will consecrate Russia. And there's a note here that says, this prophecy is pious and worthy of belief, but not obligatory. It does not have formal approval from the magisterium. See on the Fatima Center's YouTube channel from the Mystery of Iniquity Conference in Idaho, September 28th through 30th, 2012, Q&A session number one, minute 4232 to 4920. The main part of the article continues, in recent years, the meaning of Ruffini's statement has become more uncertain with the questions surrounding Benedict's apparent abdication of the papacy and Francis's claim to it. Nevertheless, either the second legitimate successor to John Paul II is on the papal throne, or he will be in the near future. And there's another note here, an end note that says, editor's note, we ask the reader to keep in mind that prior to its fulfillment, prophecy is difficult to interpret, even if it appears self-evident. On the natural order, issues of language and translation can make them more abstruse. We have Ruffini's prophecy in English, but that was not his mother tongue. The article continues. Meanwhile, however, in the absence of heaven's decisive intervention, which can only be had through the proper consecration of Russia, the mystery of iniquity is making great strides toward the complete destruction of Christian society. We must maintain hope and continue to apply ourselves to the repertory devotions which Our Lady of Fatima called for. But we must not entertain illusions about how dire our situation now is. Great suffering, including martyrdom, may well be in our near future. And if I can once again offer up my two cents, no matter what you think about the various consecrations, going all the way back to Pius Twelfth, right up to the present time with Pope Francis, valid, invalid, what Our Lady asked for, not what Our Lady asked for, taking all of that into account, you can do your part. I can do my part. Aided by God's grace, trying to live virtuous lives. When we fall, frequenting the sacrament of penance. We should go to the sacrament of penance as often as possible. Receiving Holy Communion in a state of grace. The five first Saturdays devotion. Daily recitation of the rosary. Um, daily reading of sacred scripture. Reading from good catechisms such as the Catechism of the Council of Trent. The Catechism of St. Pius X. The Baltimore Catechism. Um, doing works of charity, giving alms to the poor, being the most uh, kind, patient human beings we can possibly be. That's doing our part. You know, we're not the Pope. Most of you uh, listening to this are probably not a bishop. If we have any bishops in the audience, God bless you. We pray for you at the end of uh, every podcast. Some of you have been with us from the beginning. We used to pray for Pope Francis, but now I would like to include all the bishops and not just Pope Francis and when we pray at the end of Our, Lady, Our, Our Lady's podcast. Uh, I don't really consider anyone on this planet an enemy. The demons are our enemies. But even if we, we do have enemies or people you know, who are would wish to do us ill. Our Lord says, love your enemies, do good to those who persecute you. These are challenging times in the church. And many times it does feel like we're under attack, even from bishops and priests. But we, of course, we can't allow hatred to enter our hearts. We have to love everyone. We have to pray for everyone, especially 
our bishops. So we can always do our part. We don't have to wait for a bishop or a priest to tell us to evangelize. As we've mentioned before on Our Lady's podcast, Evangelii Nuntiandi from Paul VI talks about by virtue of the fact that you're baptized and you're confirmed in the faith, you're a missionary and we're all called to go forth and, and preach the gospel and tell people how much Jesus loves them. The next section is entitled St. Jacinta's Vision. In her third memoir, Sister Lucia recorded a vision which Jacinta had witnessed, which Fatima scholars have long understood to be a glimpse of the end scenario described by Our Lady. In a world and church tragically devastated by war, hunger, and persecution, in the end, as Our Lady promised, this dark time will yield to her glorious triumph. A light will break forth in the long-desired fulfillment of Our Lady's request for the consecration of Russia. Quote, at another time, we went to the cave called Lapa do Cabasau. I'm probably mispronouncing the Portuguese, forgive me. As soon as we got there, we prostrated on the ground, saying the prayers the angel had taught us. After some time, Jacinta stood up and called to me, can't you see all those highways and roads and fields full of people who are crying with hunger and have nothing to eat? And the Holy Father in a church praying before the Immaculate Heart of Mary and so many people praying with him. Some days later, Jacinta asked Lucia, Can I say that I saw the Holy Father and all those people? No. Don't you see that that's part of the secret? If you do, they'll find out right away. And there's a, another footnote here that says, that's from Frere Michel de la Santa Trinites, The Whole Truth About Fatima, Volume 2, The Secret and the Church, initially published in Buffalo by Immaculate Heart Publications in 1989, page 117. The article continues, given Lucia's response to her cousin, this vision clearly pertains to the great secret of Fatima. It certainly seems reasonable to presume that the event depicted here presided over by the Holy Father in a church before a statue of the Immaculate Heart of Mary with many people in attendance is the long-awaited proper consecration of Russia. And if I can interject here, some people might say, well, yeah, that took place in March of 2022. That's already taken place, but... Uh, Mr. Hanish's um, version of events, as well as many folks affiliated with the Fatima Center, says, no, this is something yet to take place. He continues by saying, if so, it is likewise reasonable to presume the consecration will take place in the midst of great famine, a frequent consequence of revolution and war. And the final end note says, Father Gruner was told by a source close to Sister Lucia that Our Lady assured her the third secret will one day be revealed during the course of a major war. To read more about this, please see the article, Why the Third Secret of Fatima Must Be Released Before Russia Can Be Consecrated in the Fatima Crusader, issue 130, spring 2023. And we did that a couple days ago here on the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. The article concludes by saying, let us continue to pray and sacrifice ourselves for this intention that the consecration of Russia be accomplished in time to mitigate the full force of imminent wars, famines, mass devastation, and loss of souls. And once again, to conclude, friends, that's the ending of the article. We can do our parts, living lives of faith, hope, and charity, trusting in our Lord, Our Lady, and St. Joseph's intercession. Let us conclude by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo 
hyphen-soma.org, and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which I discuss with my magnificent niece and wonderful sister, RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. It's helped thousands of people. We pray it will help thousands more because communication is a human right. Let's pray for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail, Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens. Ora Pernobis, Sancti Osef Terra Daimonem, Ora Pernobis, Sancta Raphael Archangeli, Ora Pernobis, In Nomina Patris, Et Fidli, Et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 489 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in your charity. Please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. You can follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Also, if you think Our Lady's podcast deserves it, kindly give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcast or any other place where you might rate a podcast. I know that most of our listeners listen via Apple, but you give us a kind mention or write up a good review. We would greatly appreciate that. And as stated earlier, most importantly, please offer prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.